1: SuperValue now have more online slots than ever before. Shop now at SuperValue.ie. Collect your weekly shop with our contactless
0: collection service. At SuperValue, we're there for you.
2: Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. If I could, I would have voted for Obama for a third term. And I'm Zancy Weber.
1: T.S. Motherfucking A. And I'm Sebastian.
0: I didn't used to dress like this. I'm Andy Schossler.
1: Oh nah, not me,
2: not today, I'm Alex And today we are reviewing Get Out Alright, I'll leave God (laughs) damn Number
1: one
2: (laughs) (laughs) Written and directed by Jordan Peele Starring Daniel Kaluuya, Alison Williams, Catherine Keener, Bradley Whitford, Caleb Landry-Jones, Marcus Henderson, Betty Gabriel, Lakeith Stanfield, Stephen Root and many others
1: Oh, fine, I'll go. Number two, people. Number two. Maybe you actually just should. Yeah. (laughs) I will. I'm with Alex. (laughs) When the magic number is is reached and I make the right amount of that joke, I will leave. And
2: I know what the magic number is? A
1: magician never reveals his secrets.
2: You just want me to set up that joke more often and I'm not going to do it.
1: No, no, no. no. I would never try to influence how you you handle this review. (laughs) That's not the kind of guy that I am. Did you know that this film was filmed in 23 days?
2: <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. It's a very simple setup. And I think that yeah. that's part of the part of the charm of the film is mm. that it's not it doesn't rely on uh like massive effects. It is kind of all performance. Yeah. The uh the horror in this one.
0: And the charming thing is that there was some departmental mix up or something uh, that meant they could no longer film in LA. And out of budgetary concerns, they relocated to Alabama on a month's mm-hmm. notice wow. uh, to, to take advantage of, of the tax incentives there. Yeah. So, filmed in 23 days with only a month to prepare and scout and, and, and do all that other good stuff. And it looks great. Yeah. And they did their job well. Yeah.
2: the The first black director to reach over what. However much. I have it written 100 down. Million. This 100, is like, 100 million for a debut. And like there were, I just remember there were a lot of different qualifiers <laughs> yeah. to, to, for Jordan Peele being the first to it, break 100 million. For it a ended debut. up
0: yeah. grossing 176 million in the US yeah. off a budget of 4.5 million. Yeah. that's
1: ching Blair Witched it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, exactly right. It, uh,
1: phenomenal. I was thinking as well, I've been looking into what Jordan Peele's been doing after that and he's been put on to produce anything narrate the revival of the twilight zone series so they are kind of taking his horror aesthetic and kind of pushing him on with that but he does have another film coming out really soon that he's been slowly teasing out which is meant to be another social political horror film
0: more key and peel that's all we need
1: well i think both (laughs) key and peel are tired of of Peel and want to do some (laughs) other things and having seen (laughs) predator i think it, it's like it's like night and day yeah. watching their careers <laughs> after Q&P, yes. Right, yeah. like we have one off making fantastic films and doing a lot of like you know making a lot of art, and then we have the like, predator predator, and it's like oh man, come on, you're better than this. Oh, it has it has its place.
0: It does, but, it, but it's just like, it's
1: like see, going back to like a high school reunion and discovering like you're the only person who is not a fucking astronaut. Yes, you're like, yeah. why is everyone on the moon? Like you're just in an empty room by yourself. and That's what it feels like for me, except for them, for me, for them. It's yeah, not about I, me, it's about I, them. I
2: think one of them had a little more creative say in Get Out than uh, Predator.
0: I imagine so. Yeah. And, and it, it's like it's like uh, I, was, I was a big fan of um, Frank Lane and Colin Woodley. Uh, in Australia, mm. The Adventures of Lane and Woodley being yeah. their big mm. show. And they were, you know, the duo for 20 years. That that was their career. And after they split and moved on, I never heard of Frank Lane again.
1: Wait, wait, which one's which? Um, I get them confused. <laughs> because one of them is the host, or was at least the host, of Ready, Steady, uh, Cook on daylight and Daytime that was, TV. That was Frank Lane. Was he the successful one? Yeah.
0: No, I mean- Because uh, he had a TV show. <laughs> yeah, Had a TV show, but, but uh, Colin Lane went on to do- um, or have I got the, the, the wrong way around? The no, one for, that Frank, no, Frank the, the straight is the, man. Colin Lane the, is the straight man. Yeah. Frank Woodley is the um, is the, the one w- curly hair thing, comedy yeah. guy. No, no, no. He went on. He oh. still does comedy now. He okay, well, stand the one up that was the straight tours. man is the host a, of a
1: daytime <laughs> cooking show. Uh, the point. What is, a comedian. <laughs> the
0: point is that <laughs> the, the the thing that makes you work well together. You know, it sometimes comes very heavily from one side yeah. of the thing for, for, for a number of reasons. It's not necessarily to do with talent. Sometimes it can just be, you know, the right people, or you have the right drivers, or you, you know, you network the right way, or you put in you know, oh, the right well, amount of time. Some way
1: you look mm-hmm. at SNL as well. Like Will Ferrell used to work. What was that guy used to work with? They did um the Night at the Roxbury skit together. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but then like after that movie came out and they kind of just went off in the different paths. We have Will Ferrell who's led so you know been leading man in so many comedies, and then. This says a lot. The other guy, what's yeah. his name? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen him in stuff. He's a character actor that shows up here and there in bit parts, but it's a bit part. He, he's, he's working to eat, and yeah, we, you got um, like, was yeah, it? That's right. It just it, the Ghostbusters yep. main cast. Yep. Like, you look at um, oh no, I've forgotten his name. Any Hudson? No, Bill Murray. <laughs> Thank you. You look at Bill Murray's career as opposed to like Dan Aykroyd's career. And Dan Aykroyd did fairly well for himself, but even like today in a modern standard. He makes vodka, damn good vodka too. Is it with the skull? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a fan of that. He's a weird guy. He's really into the occult, right?
0: Yeah. We need to we need to do some Dan Aykroyd films just uh, to talk about that. I thought it was a podcast (laughs) just in
1: the life of and the thoughts of Dan Aykroyd. But anyway, don't you guys want to talk about Dan Aykroyd?
2: Uh, well, he wasn't in this Wait. movie. Can we talk about Daniel Kaluuya? <laughs> so what are
1: we talking about? Daniel Kaluuya.
2: Kaluuya. Okay. He's the lead. He played Chris. It kind of sounds like Kaluuya. Do you know do. who was in line to like play Plunker. Chris before Chris?
0: I do, and yeah. it's because um, Jordan Peele was inspired by an Eddie Murphy uh, a bit in, in from Delir- uh, a delirious. delirious or Raw, one of, one, of them. one of them. Yeah, about about the poltergeist movie and yeah. just how it would be a much shorter film if it was a black family.
2: But yeah. That that's kind of the the trope, isn't it? Like yeah. the 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 black woman going to see a horror movie and so, just telling people to get out. <laughs>
1: like why are you staying there? Wait, why on just Earth? Leave?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You haven't you haven't committed yet. Just just go.
1: Was the answer Eddie Murphy? Because if not, I Eddie submit Eddie Murphy as my answer. Having read the contextual clues <laughs> yeah. around the table, picking up those breadcrumbs.
2: But Eddie Murphy is approaching sixty. He's fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah.
0: he would have been way way too old. It would have been unsuited. a different movie. But had he been like the groundskeeper or somebody in the background, yeah. would have been would have been perfect.
1: Oh, I disagree. If Eddie Murphy was on this movie, I don't think it would be as good. He'd
0: have to be on the front.
1: No, I just I, just, I oh, think oh, I, <laughs> he has a place in cinema, <laughs> and it is not on good not in good movies. It's somewhere oh else no. off to the side. What Come about on. Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel Jackson could have been the groundskeeper. Yeah, the grandfather. Yeah, That's was a great character for him. Because uh, although I say that, and I instantly think of his character in Django. Yeah, and then I probably don't do that because mm. that was also a ridiculous role for this movie. Speaking of, he, he only has on and off. He doesn't oh. have subtlety. Sorry.
0: No, no, th- no. That's fine. I didn't realise you had done the pause after you finished. I was dramatically pausing.
1: <laughs> I was letting the thought culminate to a point. Anyway, sorry. And now please.
0: the segue is gone. Now I have to shoehorn it in. It's not natural. Samuel anymore, Jackson said. was crazy in Django. Speaking of notable black voices, <laughs> Jordan Peele was directing scenes doing doing Barack Obama, Forrest Whitaker, um, uh, Morgan Freeman. No, he didn't do Morgan Freeman. Tra- Tracy, Morgan. Tracy Morgan.
2: Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. I could not imagine a more... Annoying right? way to direct side, right? Tracy Morgan. I mean, you're, you're trying to do the serious film,
0: not comedic at all, apart from a, from a few little bits, and just having that as your Which a, as your first layer,
3: as your first wall. The funny bits were ad lib,
0: like, yeah. Was, all, all all the TSA yeah. bits. Yeah, everything so. else was very played very straight. Yeah.
1: Um, to good to good effect. I know you guys were in the middle of like, well, I mean, what you would refer to as legitimate trivia but I've got a really good point here that I think hasn't been brought up. <laughs> um, this film was not set inside of an active volcano and people don't give this film enough credit for that because it was, it was so easy to think, hey, I'm making this film, active volcano set, right? Yeah. Like it's just yeah. the go-to. I don't know. But it's, I like uh, that he challenged believe- that.
2: If you believe scientists, <laughs> then I don't, when Yellowstone finally blows, half of America is going to be an active volcano.
1: Yeah, that's so, exciting for them. Ooh, uh, hmm. Do we have any active volcanoes in Australia still? No. Not not what a great Australia. place. Ayers Rock
2: is not an active volcano. Strangely <laughs> enough. Hmm. Correct. In Bundaberg, where I grew up, there is one single hill called the Hummock, and that is a dormant volcano. Dormant, dead. If it explodes, it's not dormant anymore. I learned that in grade nine. Wait, so it, it has the
1: potential to still happen?
2: Yeah. It's either dead or not. You know how? The, were, that's what we were told. <laughs> no. You know how,
0: you know how the, 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 the crust of the earth is just these you know, solidified bits of rock floating on molten rock? Several thousand kilometers worth of molten rock. I'm vaguely aware of this. Come up through the Mm. the cracks at a a moment's notice. Molten rock,
2: uh, for your reference, is quite hot.
3: It it has to be because rock's hot. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's so hot. Thousands of degrees (laughs) Celsius. (laughs) Like like thousands. Like you know how like a hundred is like a lot hot. Like you would burn yourself. A hundred, Yeah.
2: I think wow. we are about to move on to movie, baby. I have not given my last piece of trivia. Well, by all means, hey, well, let's well, stop I'm- talking about volcanoes. <laughs>
1: I have one more piece of trivia uh, before you sneak in. Okay, um, yeah, so did you guys know that Alex has more trivia to come? Oh. <laughs> See, I read the table. Look. look at what I'm doing. There you go. We're working in tandem with some sort of podcasting team. Movie yeah, babies. So you're See, reading,
2: <laughs> reading the table by uh, by literally restating... Something that's already been
1: said. It's called active listening. You know what?
3: I think Seb gave false trivia. Let's move on to babies. <laughs> so the volcano part was true. The false trivia
1: was that. Okay. For, yeah. for me,
2: this movie is a combination of psycho. You son of a bitch. I mean, good good pick. It's it is very Hitchcockian. Okay. Like this this whole the whole uh suspense, mm. what's going on, something's wrong. We don't know what's going on. Um and The Help. I haven't seen The Help. Very good movie. You should watch it.
1: It was smart. It was it's very of... funny. It's a very it funny amazing. movie. I do enjoy funny movies.
2: <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to uh spoil the pie scene for you, but
3: it's
1: Ooh, I'm gonna mm, go. Okay. That's a good choice.
3: <laughs> uh I said the village and don't breathe, and I don't remember why. I watched don't this like two weeks
2: br- ago. I guess because it's uh like internal. Yeah, it's like I, uh, very like one space
1: is, centric. Don't breathe the one about the blind man?
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay, with the turkey baster filled with a semen that he tries yeah. to impregnate a woman with. I will
1: just aching. check to make sure you haven't mixed up the notes. Because Don't Breathe was one of my ideas for next week's films of the Bobadook. Is it possible you're reading the wrong notes? <laughs>
3: <laughs> No. Okay. It's, just because I was like, I haven't seen
1: possible. it, but it reminded me of everything I saw of it. I didn't use it <laughs> ne- for next week, I was like, having seen like, no, I've seen like breakdowns and stuff of it, and I was like, there's a lot of like, plot elements from the Babadook that Are reminded you me of it. Feeling okay, Sid. I'm just living it's my just- best future <laughs> self right now. And
3: I don't remember why I put the village because it's nothing like the village. It's
1: in a. It's in a small place.
2: Well, yeah, the, there is. <laughs> I,
3: guess. I suppose the,
1: the
2: one scene that reminds me of the village is where the groundskeeper's is running directly at you. Yeah, that when she's in the forest and she's being stalked by whatever it is that they call the things. Think, yeah. That yeah. scene, while it's not exactly the same, it did it could remind you. And that, that whole
3: yeah. like reveal of like, well, actually, you're in just you're in <laughs> a yeah. secluded yeah. Area and like, but they the also have that place, breakaway moment families. where,
1: like, they're in this old timey house, but there's that bit where he finally escapes and it's him back on the main road, which isn't a reveal in this film, but in the village is that whole thing of like, holy shit, there are cars! Yeah, <laughs> so yes. it's kind of you're going from like old colonial style village place to yeah, yeah. Mm. I could I can justify that.
3: Okay, yeah, I've justified it myself too. There you go. Good.
1: We all did it Good. as a as <laughs> a well oiled podcasting <laughs> machine. <laughs>
0: My movie, Babies is really only apply to Act Two of the film. It's almost two separate films. Yes, um, yeah. it's really. really anyway, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that when we're dissecting it. Um, being John Malkovich yep. and <laughs> uh, and selfless. selfless. What's selfless? Selfless. I don't have no idea what this oh, word um, means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, uh, what's his name? Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Um, gets is a volu- kind of kind of a is he a volunteer or kidnapped i can't remember anyway ben kingsley's mind some wealthy oh, rich guy yeah, another one, is yeah. his mind is implanted into him and then he has second yeah. thoughts when he discovers that the company oh he must have been kidnapped when when the no, company so
2: so ryan reynolds was a uh like a a, a, str- a struggling or, or a poor lower economic uh Military guy, yeah. and he, to save his family, he had a sick daughter ah, or that's, something. Yes, that's right. Volunteered for a program to have someone else's brain transferred into
1: yep. him. Yeah. So they're, but they're both the same person at the same time? Yeah. No, or is he just gone and now it's Ben Kingsley's body?
0: No, his, his, his mind is supposed to be suppressed. Okay. I can't but remember it, if it's supposed it, to be. he does con- jump yeah.
2: back and forth. Like Ben Kingsley yeah. is getting.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, essentially, he just has second thoughts and ends up, you know, giving, reverting back control of it. So it was just that mind implant, okay. mind control thing. Um, and, of course, being John Malkovich, um, who set up the whole uh, uh, mind probing, looking on as a, as, a, as a spectator in the first
1: place. Yeah. Well, I had Psycho as well. Thanks, Zane. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that.
2: I mean, it's not. The, the comparisons to any Hitchcock film...
1: Like the birds but would also be another. one. I went psycho because of the house setting, though, just because yes, it was contained. Me too. But yeah, um, but I also had invasion of the body snatchers. Oh. I well, obvious reasons that I'm not going to divulge into. But let me tell you how I'm not going to divulge into them. I'm not gonna. Yeah, e- that, m- I mean that's are that's we great because not I'm going a- to, or <laughs> is it just you? I feel like it's it's it is self-explained, but I'm so used to explaining what I say that I'm just going to say that I'm not going is to. Is it stay. because no. someone snatches a body? Yeah. And when there's like a lot of them, it's like an invasion of them. Am I right? Uh,
2: there's four or five.
1: But there's like a lot of people there to do it. No,
0: you're right, Seb. You don't want to talk on a podcast. No, just, no just, right. just keep your thoughts to yourself. Yeah, I'll, that's what rest- everybody wants to I'll try to
1: restrain myself.
3: <laughs> All right. Do we know Plot, Noopsies. Plot Noopsies.
1: Either That's one. never going to get old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you two can say it because every time someone says it, I just like my eyes glaze over. I, I never catch on to how to do it. Like I feel like you're, you're speaking like deep levels of Russian or something because I just I can't make out the characters that are in front of me. <laughs> 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 plot, plot, Sweets plot, nop sweet. Nop sweeps. Sweet. Sweet. sweet, sweet, like a tweet, like, you know, like a but but a sweet that you're eating. Like a why delicious. would it be a sweet? But it's top plot nop sweets. Isn't that what you're saying? Plot, yeah.
0: Which isn't a part of yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Plot, yeah. then NOP, well, from Nopsis, part of yeah. Nopsis, yeah.
1: sweets. But the sweets, As but in you, a you're, adding an S, you're adding an S and a W.
0: No, well, no, it's no. NOPS, N O P, plot, NOPS, sweets. Plot, NOPS, sweets. What is going on? Plotnop nopsweet. I mean, you end up saying sweets, S- but it's not sweets. Well, you guys sound like a fucking cult.
1: <laughs> like, I know the audience <laughs> can't see what's happening, but I feel like you all just moving the chairs <laughs> in around me to <laughs> Come with it. me.
3: I am your new leader yeah. <laughs> yeah. of the Plotnop.
0: <laughs> you cannot understand Plotnop sweets until you can pronounce Plotnop sweets. I'm just going to do <laughs> a sweet
1: nopsis. <A> sweet nopsis. <laughs> That's right. Please, Zane, get me out of this hole. <laughs>
2: My plot, not sweet. White people, am I right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. <Yes. laughs> um, guy
3: goes with his girlfriend to meet her parents and the entire- <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> and the entire family turns out to be psychopaths and kidnap black people to translate their brains into them. Hashtag trust issues. Hmm. Succinct. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally that is the film. Don't watch it. <laughs>
0: Immortality in a perfect body, cursed by never being able to take a selfie. Hashtag selfie harm. Oh. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Only if the flash. Why? Is on. <laughs> oh.
1: um, black's are the new white, and white is the same old scummy color it has always been. Good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're good. Yep. We're oh, uh, oh good? Yeah. Hooray. Alright, so Andrew hated this film. So I'm gonna go wait, ahead and call wait, him. Wait, don't we wait to the end? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna no, go ahead new format. Give your recommendation now, <laughs> no, then we'll explain why. No, give the other
0: person's recommendation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Seb loved this film every detail
1: yeah, so I was going to throw the first stone and just call Andrew a racist and then move on from the
0: <laughs> wow that's fair
1: <laughs>
0: you not you that's fair I'm not allowed to defend myself
1: <laughs> that's right you must give the argument pro Sebastian <laughs> <laughs> um, no do you guys want to start with the good or the bad <laughs>
0: I, I only have one entry for good really I, no, I didn't hate it I just didn't like it very much okay but I, I do only have one one thing for good, and that's that Stephen Root fucking nails everything he is involved in. Who, who dad? He, he was the, uh, the museum curator, the, the, the gallery owner, sorry. Oh, the, the father? No. It's the
1: doctor?
2: <laughs>
0: no, oh, the, the yeah, guy yeah, who yeah, gets the transplant. The
1: blind guy. He was, he
2: was the, the blind the guy. Blind guy who was Isn't
1: that Rip Torn? No, no, it's Steven Root. Root. I thought he was the guy from Men in Black. No, I just assumed that was him because he looks like he looks like Zed from Men in Black. No, no he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I'm pulling oh, up pictures I mean, to prove you wrong. No, he
0: doesn't. And,
2: uh, if you if you're hmm. comparing one saggy white guy yes. to another yes. saggy white guy, I'm obviously like, doing that. Yeah, like that. They're both saggy white guys, but they're, they're not the same
1: saggy white guy. Well, so Stephen Root, I'm going to get this yeah, is reg- Stephen Root who he looks just was like in him.
0: News radio, he played. I uh, can't remember his character in Office Space, um, but he did that very well. He played the judge in Idiocracy. I mean, he is a very versatile actor. Oh, underused, yeah, he's a character actor. actor. He's, he, yeah, absolutely.
2: He's, he's, he's like done constant stuff. Yeah. Like He's got seven things coming out this year alone. Yeah. And wow. I would
0: say he's underused only because every time I see him, I just want to see more of him. And yeah. that may be a very good strategy for him to – you know, take on these uh not not not, not cameos, take on yeah. take on the, the small parts and, and just knock them out of the park.
2: Mm. But I think mm. he was perfectly cast oh, abs- in yeah. this yeah. movie because as soon as you see him you want to know more about him.
0: Point
1: of he order. He just brings well. that mystique. Yeah. Hey Does, let's play a fun game. Uh, it's a bad picture because one of them had bad pictures. That's Rip Torn. Shut
0: up. You're ruining the game for it's, Alex. It's Rip Torn. I already
1: knew that was Rip Torn. That's rip-torn. also Rip Torn, right? They're the same no. guy. No. they are Stephen Rue. They look like, like the mean, same guy. They don't. Do
2: you have face blindness? <laughs> they have totally different faces. No, I mean, I mean
1: like, this is a side shot. I, I Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> of the jury. These two, they, they even have the same build, guys. You know what, Sam?
2: Uh, so you recently <laughs> shared a poll on the second take. I think it's time for another poll. Yeah, absolutely. You put up a poll and just see how, ma- how many 90s of percents of people agree with us and not with you. Okay,
1: I'll be fair. No one's going to know the name of the actor from this film. People might Why be not- like... Lo-
0: He's a well-known guy. He's not some, you know, bit guy hanging no, around no, in the no, background. Seth,
1: just put two photos up and say,
2: are these <laughs> the same person? Yes or no? They
0: kind to know it's no because everyone
1: asks that. It may Correct. be. <laughs> You're, I'm tainting the jury by asking the question. Hey, how? Okay, that's like me defending a murderer and being like, hey, even if my guy did kill the lady, eh, do you care? I'm kind of just admitting that he killed her. What By saying <laughs> if you kid the crime doesn't matter like I'm it's, not going to be like it's like
3: holding up two photos of two different people and asking someone are these the same person that's what it's like cuz they're very cuz that's what it is no this is some bullshit
0: uh, I will admit saying, I I will admit as far at as birthday they are- parties
1: do you sing Happy
3: birthday when the candles
1: are lit. You're all fucking stupid. (laughs) You're all the dumbest people I've ever met, except for Andrew, who I think does does it my way from memory. (laughs) Okay, when I say you're all, I mean, 50% of the people here are stupid.
2: I personally don't partake in the ritual. Yeah, but Fair. I I I join in whatever other people have done. I've done it
1: both ways. <laughs> You're a man of culture, and whatever culture that happens to be, you'll go with, right?
2: I'm a man of no culture. I just latch onto other people's, uh, but. <laughs> The one that I'm, I'm most familiar with is lighting the candles, singing the song, and at the end yeah. of the song blowing out the yeah. candles. Fucking now, boom. no! no, no. Happy, Mic birthday. Drop.
0: Happy birthday is traditionally sung as the cake is being brought in with mm. candles lit. But yes. it's such an awful song. It's a much better tradition, much more uh, much more pleasant on the ear and pleasant for the moment when the candles go out to sing. For he's a jolly good fellow, yes. which may as well be Happy Birthday because it's a much better song. We, happy we Birthday, do, is we do both. It's awful. It's an awful song to song. sing. Yeah. nobody can ever. Pick Should the we lay right some Are
1: context you- <laughs> for this conversation? Because I, like,
0: I feel like there's, there's a lot nah. of in
1: knowledge. Like there's a lot of inside baseball going well, on. Right okay, now.
2: let me explain. In the last week on fe- on Facebook and social media, Seb had a public fight with his wife.
1: Yeah, Um, (laughs) pretty public.
2: (laughs) And decided to share it on every Facebook page he has access to. No, (laughs) I skipped one. To try and prove that he, in fact, was right and she was wrong. What he found out, to his dismay. (laughs) 130
1: to 10. (laughs) Is
2: that he, in fact, is very wrong. <laughs> I mm. was
1: hoping for a 40-60 split in her favour. I was happy to accept that my birthday beliefs were not the majority, but I thought they were closer than what I had received. Mm.
0: You will also find, much to your shock, that people can very easily tell the difference between Rip Torn
1: and Steven Root. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, I've got so many pictures of them right now. They are completely...
2: Getting back to Steven I I think his ability to play a comedian... And be the funny, like actually purposely funny and bring down those walls of oh, of yeah. distrust in that scene was just perfect. Like I yes. think that is one of the biggest underrated scenes of that year. Absolutely. Where he just kind of allays all fears. He's like, oh, yeah, look, they're all weird. Don't worry about it. It's just them trying to be cool. Yeah. And I'm all right. And mm-hmm. I have been interested in your work. And so then you then you kind of get sales pitchy and then it sets the audience up because they don't have a vested interest in it. And so it's a really great way of separating the audience perspective from the characters That's perspective right. because he's like, Oh, yes, please buy my stuff.
0: And he even and he even finishes the conversation with shit is unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A hey it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I would definitely agree. I think Stephen, in a in a movie where there are a lot of good performances, I think Catherine Keener was uh, the mother? very good as just like what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like at no point did you did you was I able to read no watch what was going on, but it was consistent the whole way through. It think- was
0: creepy and at the same time vague enough that you weren't sure if she was just eccentric or whether yeah. she did have some yeah. sinister plan going on
2: yeah mm. um bradley whitford i wasn't he was he was just he kinda, plays the same guy that's the he's, thing like he was obviously <coughs>
0: <laughs>
2: an actor playing a character playing a role
0: he's been he's been eric from uh, billy madison ever since ever since i've seen him
2: yeah but allison williams also i think had a great switch um she yeah, was the, the girlfriend Yeah. Um, So I I think the performances in this really, really sold it. I think if you had less capable actors of being able, and I guess also it might come down to Jordan Peele as a director directing these scenes because all these scenes have a great, uh, like a great switch moment. And that's what I mean when I compare it to Hitchcock because when Hitchcock writes, he writes a scene and then there's a switch moment where the audience clicks on Mm -hmm. that something is wrong and the character doesn't and i think that is that is something that happens four or five times in this film
0: and it's not easy to do it's not it's not easy to pull off
2: no for an actor or a, a director yeah. yeah
0: yeah and after after the reveal right when it does go into act 2 she yeah. you know holds up the rose rose holds up the keys and ah, uh, yeah i've been playing you all, you all along you know i can't give you the keys probably. Yeah. <laughs> now that you know that in the scene where the groundskeeper, the grandfather, is running towards him, is he just showing off at that point? No, I, mean, I
2: think at, he's trying to freak him out. At the
0: time, in in the lead up, it is yeah. it is uh, you don't know what's going on. You, do, you you don't know that these are you know white people. Yes, in, yeah. in, in the in the <laughs> bodies of of, of black people. But then he just uh, yeah now 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 he can run super fast. So yeah, he's he's charging right at him.
2: I I I read that. And same with the with the grandmother, the housekeeper, yes. uh, with her odd odd behaviour, as the the suppressed personality trying to push through. So see,
0: that's what makes me think. Was it was it um, the the real the real uh, uh, guy behind the groundskeeper? Was he trying to tackle tackle over uh, Chris?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think and, that, and, that's because, one of the things you does, don't really know.
0: Yeah, he 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 does divert right at the last yeah. moment. Great uh, it's a great freak out, but yeah, was there was there something something more going on? It's not really clear whether the um, the suppressed part comes out very yeah. very actively not until um the the housekeeper the grandmother kind of holds back holds back a tear or stops herself from from saying something. Yes, yeah.
2: <clears throat> and I think it's it's explained or is it only implied that because they were kind of the first? It's so never really that, explored, that it, and it's not that sort of film. One hundred percent.
1: Well, with is it Andre the the one that's kidnapped in the opening scene of the film? Yeah, when he gets like the camera flash and he's kind of woken up briefly and stuff. Like even him being the most recent one, it's still a little bit dodgy. So I just think it, I don't think it was a new thing for them so much as yeah. just a, it's not a perfect process.
2: But he seemed a lot more someone else than either the housekeeper or. Yeah, well, I just thought
1: the grandfather yeah. was just angry still because they they touched on the whole his subplot about running the Olympics and being beaten mm. by the black athlete and stuff, <laughs> and specifically pushed for this thing because he wanted to be physically better than what he was. So I just took his running as he's just training. It's just th- running, nope, well, <laughs> yeah. <because you> know, <laughs> <can>. <laughs> like it's not, it's not touched on as well, but we never have the old people sleep in this film as well. Um, mm. But I mean. Everyone else goes to bed, but the maid is still up doing work, and he's literally still groundskeeping middle of the night. So don't touch it either, but is the sleep process removed? Is he just spending all uh, this time yeah, sprinting? I have no idea, yeah. but I didn't take that it That doesn't as, sound healthy. Well, this whole thing <laughs> doesn't sound that healthy. True. Uh, yeah, so I just took it as him doing his training right. and being angry. Like, I think the grandfather... I, they try to play off racism in a very unique way in this film, but I think the grandfather was like old school classic racist yeah, that you would expect, yeah, as yeah. opposed to like the new lefty racism that we get for the rest of the film. How, how
0: can you be how can you be racist and admire the physical attributes of the of, of the person you're racist towards? That, that doesn't s- I,
2: because I think he's stealing them. He's stealing
0: also oh, by making the, them his own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's right.
2: like okay. Bringing back in the slavery. Because, again,
3: like, (laughs) I don't
2: don't think old school racists hate people because they have black skin. They hate people because they're other. And so, like, if they're (laughs) by, like, who they are in their head. So if you're in their head, then you're not a black person anymore. You just have black skin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's kind of... Again, what Seb is saying, the difference between the different kinds of racism that we, we see in the in the film.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, one one thing I liked that this film is one of those really nice ones on rewatches when you know exactly where the plot is going, there's little things you can pick up. Like but what I liked about it follows. Like there's little things that you can, you know, see when redoing yeah. it. And my favorite one of my favorite little bits is the scene towards the beginning of the film when they're driving to meet the family and um they get pulled over by the police officer. Mm. And he's not driving and the officer goes to grab his license off him because he's doing the stereotypical Southern cop thing of, you know, focusing on the black gentleman, even though he had nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. And his girlfriend gets really defensive. Like, don't show him your license, you know, piss off, fuck, you know, all that, whatever. Yeah. And then on rewatch, you realize there's no record of him going there now because yeah. his license is never checked by the officer. So <gasps> she wasn't protecting him. She was keeping him off the radar. I didn't pick up yeah. on that. Yeah. So yeah. like little things like that, that, She can play in one completely different way. Of course she's furious that her boyfriend's being targeted just because he's black. Nope. (laughs) Like, yeah. So there's a couple of moments like that in this film, and I I always appreciate rewatch value. I never got (laughs) the deer thing. So it was to do with his mother's death, Um, unless you had a different interpretation, saying?
2: No. Mother's death.
1: Mother's mother's death. So the whole little story about him staying at home, watching TV, his mum was very late, She had had a car accident. Turns out it was one that she could have definitely lived from, but because he didn't make the call to like policemen, like, hey, my mum should be home like three hours ago or whatever, because he was watching TV and got really invested in this thing. She passed away. So it's about this thing of having to stand there and watch something die because he didn't make a choice to commit an action. So like with the moment with the deer is he's now in a position where he has he can't save it, but he's got a chance to end the suffering of it. Right. So it was about him having power in a situation where there is some sort of loss about to occur.
0: Right. Oh, and, I, I read it know. as just a scene where something unexpected happened, and all of a sudden Rose had to had to cover for it. It because is,
2: it is, it, uh, like it's both. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's definitely yeah. it sets the mood because up mm. until that point, it's just kind of like romantic we're comedy almost a romantic. It's
0: really slow. <laughs>
2: yeah, really um, slow. Build. I think that that is the the. the I guess the least interesting part of the movie for me is like <laughs> up until they get to the parents' house.
0: So I th- I thought I'd pick the wrong film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no. said this movie was good. It's <laughs> supposed to be a horror film and there's nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. and
2: I think that that scene or something similar to it might have been better moved a bit forward. Right. Um, because, again, yeah, it, did, it does have that kind of thematic setting but it also changes the tone of the film into like, oh. Okay. Was that a person? No, it wasn't. Mm. I,
3: I want to put in, like, at that sort of time, I took particular notice of the music and mm.
2: how that really impacted
3: everything mm. that went forward. Um, I enjoyed, like, the, the music for me uh, really uh, lifted up the film from what it was.
0: It must have yeah. been good because I didn't even notice it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it does have, it features uh, Gambino, doesn't it? Childish Gambino. Uh, don't remember no um well i know that Peel found the orchestrator um he'd never worked on a film before on youtube oh. but he did he does a lot of like jazz stuff but influenced by blues and african af- african stuff and he any any thought that like this person could really like torture some audiences with, like <laughs> eerie yeah eerie stuff <clears throat> uh, i'll find the uh well, while you're looking up of it, yeah. of the
1: conclusion of the deer thing, though, it was obviously at the end where he kills the father with it. And yeah. that was like the kind of the combination of did nothing, left his mother to die, didn't kill the deer, left it to die. And in the end, taking action, using the deer, and getting it out of the situation. So it was kind of like they could have done the same subplot with a gun, pretty much, about a man not willing to take up arms to do what he needs to do. And in this case, the gun was supplemented with a deer. Yeah. Which is, yeah, so it's a nice little through line as well. Like it's... Yeah. Little things like that, where they're they're happy, they're, they're there to tell you a nice story from beginning to end, and they're not just <laughs> they're not just throwing in. Like I said, it could have easily have been a gun, but instead of tying it, like have you guys seen the movie? Um, is it welcome to the it's welcome to the jungle in Australia, but I think it's called the rundown in America. It was starring The Rock and Sean William mm. Scott back in the early two thousands. <laughs> yes, yeah. and The Rock has a subplot like he's a badass, but he hasn't fired a gun in twenty years. And then the, the culmination of the movie is in the final fight. He picks up a gun and fucking blows the movie away, and like that works for a comedy, but it's very base level. Whereas this is now telling the story about the mother's death and everything, and it's using the same concept, mm. but coming from a place of grief and well, emotion rather than just building up to some fancy Django style end cutscene. You it, know, yeah. it,
0: it could have been it could have been a gun that he used, but at the same time, when he's uh, about to be operated on, he just. Grabs the closest sharpest thing he can find, mm. and the deer antler happens to be happens to be it. Yeah.
2: Ah, uh, so the original score was written by Michael Abels, okay. uh, first movie he'd, he'd worked on. Um, but I also, I, I this trivia that I just found now that I I forgot to bring up is that for the Golden Globes it was nominated for comedy or musical. Oh, really, rather than anything else and when jordan peel was like was asked about like his thoughts on it he said well technically it's a documentary so <laughs> yeah <laughs> rather than a drama which i think is the closest thing to horror that the category that yeah. they have it's a thriller yeah yeah,
1: yeah. um I like a little bit of fun symbolism with him picking cotton to block his ears to stop from going Right, yeah. that, was nice. that was nice yeah it's like little little things how had
0: had to get it in Oh, I, was, I was I was watching this with my eyes. He's and a flexible yeah, just, boy. <laughs> Hold on a second. How did he get it in his ears? <laughs> um,
1: the transformation.
0: but a nice scene. Yeah, just just jam it in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> his girlfriend. The I think we touched on it briefly before, but her transformation between being mm. wonderful to being a fucking stone cold killer mm. was incredible. Yeah. I was going to you know, give particular oh, props mm. to her, but that performance snap yeah. was brilliant. The way they had even just, like, dressed her up for that, how, like, the clothing, the outfit change that she had, having her hair tied back, eating the fucking fruit Loops with a side of milk rather than mixed yellow. Like, just, <laughs> and, like symbolism aside, just some batshit crazy images there. And you can always tell the psychopaths from Right? They <laughs> <laughs> when they didn't put the cereal in. And, and like, I mean, it's, it's a very... <laughs> It's a very clear-cut metaphor about mixing the whites with the colors. Run, but that run, aside, run. you just come across like a fucking maniac when you eat your cereal yeah. like that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like her performance, flipped between through, and I appreciated the TSA guy when because yeah. we had a character that was constantly on the ball. I mean, he thought it was a sex cult, but like, so yeah, but him Lil having Ray the phone, little, little, Howery. Howry, the TSA. Is it? Yeah. He's yeah. a rapper, isn't he?
2: Uh, maybe? Let me have a look at his IMDb.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, so with the,
2: um... I mean, actor, writer, and producer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, him being so on top of it and not one of those like no bullshit kind of characters was very fun. Like him calling up the girlfriend and her trying to like hook up with him, him putting her on hold and just like screaming at himself. Like, oh, it was great. That was was nice. Nice. I will say that's what pushes it more for into comedy for me because this is a moment of absolute tension where. We we as the audience are like, oh fuck, is he going to get roped into this too? And then he's like, nope. <laughs> so <laughs> I enjoy it, but I it was good. But also, I guess you could argue that kind of un- in, cut the scenes drama a little bit too. In
2: every horror movie, there is a moment where you you get taken out of it to see people outside of the situation's reaction to the character's story, yeah, mm-hmm. and them not believing it. I think him going to the police uh <laughs> officer and that, that whole sequence hilarious yeah to start with but also it 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 covers off like exactly what what black people are thinking in this situation it's homaging the delirious bit mm-hmm. um, with eddie murphy um but also it, it's it's such a a <laughs> hilarious new take on this like because we're not going to uh Generic white judge man, or we're not going to like black cops. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's it, it is it's such a change in tone than going to like an an authority figure. Yeah, and being like, no, you're crazy.
0: It's what's <laughs> actually happening in the film. Yeah, and they still pull off the fact that they're laughing at him having yeah. this you know crazy conspiracy. It, it, they they still pull it off.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think <clears throat> yes. Hilarious. I don't think that qualifies the film as a comedy, (laughs) but but still, like I think, while Peel being Peel is he's he's going to be able to. It's a great, yeah, reprieve from from the weirdness, and it's it's a great way to show like the real world and then the separate world Mm. that he's stuck in. Do we want to move on to
1: bad? One more, one more. Yeah. Well, it's not really good or bad. it's just have you guys um, read about the alternative ending to this film? No. Oh. Yeah, so it kind of plays into the ending that we did get is more in line with this sort of the lightheartedness that we get with the TSA character as well. But so at the very end of the film, when he rocks up and you know he the TSA guy saves him like the TSA motherfucking a scene, whatever. Um, in the original ending, it was actually just like regular police that showed up, and he's standing there over his girlfriend with a fucking weapon, yeah. and it cuts to six months later, and he's been in prison the entire time yeah. since then. And uh, yeah, Peel was like. Yeah, it was a bit of a downer ending, and I didn't want the film to be like that sour at the end. Is yeah. but it, that was the story. It is one hundred percent the story he's telling, but he just wanted to make it a little bit more palatable for a wider well, audience, which is when why he, he wanted to wrote when he did.
2: this. It was during Obama's first term, and mm. when there were like all these think pieces and whatever about how racism is now a thing of the past, <laughs> and I was like, well, nope, most we likely can dream, yeah. by white people, <laughs> yeah. um, and no. so he wrote this to say like. Mm, I think we're just not talking about it yeah. and the end. uh, And so that I think that mm. ending during Obama might have been more poignant. I actually okay, I, I, okay. I, I don't prefer either ending. I think they're both good endings mm. for this film. Wow. I think the other one is just as good though. I'm
0: mm. glad they didn't go with the ending where, you know, all of a sudden Chris opens his eyes and you know it's – you know, yeah. a white guy in inside him. You know, so, somehow. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's great that they didn't end it that way. Yeah. They and that it, it actually
1: has an ending. Classic invasion of the body snatchers <laughs> ending where <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a, a a girl that he used to know walking up talking to him and he has no idea who she is because yeah. he's a white guy. He yeah. yeah. just points at her and yeah. screams. <laughs> <laughs> That's the typical ending of this film, right?
2: Um, are there any any bad bits that you want to talk about, Andy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, look <laughs> It's not it's not a bad film. I just didn't like it.
2: I just I, I it's a I just, very
0: do you like Hitchcock films? I haven't seen that many. Yeah. Like the the, the 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 few that I have I do enjoy and and I did enjoy the the thrilling part of it, the the mystery, trying to figure out what's going on and you know, seeing all the different layers of of of, of bits as they become exposed. Mm. But it's just too slow for me to enjoy. You know, it comes it comes too late. Yeah, in in the game that, for me a, to get invested.
2: A criticism that does apply to a lot of Hitchcock films, yeah. And the parts that the ones that don't age well, they don't age well because of the pacing. We we now have filmmaking down to the very fine art of like, yeah, beats need, happen with. Whereas regularity. Hitchcock, yeah. he will. To be fair, I think he he does it consciously like he'll take what's meant to be one beat and extend it to a beat and a half and leave you wondering like, where is this going? What am I not seeing? What am I seeing? And I think that's why I put psycho on this on my, on my movie babies because Jordan Peele has written this very much to get the audience questioning what they're watching, yep. what they're seeing yep. on screen and yep. what they're missing. Um, but I can definitely see and watching it watching it for the first time, I didn't know if I was going to like it because I, I watched it pretty much as soon as it came out. So I didn't know that whether it was going to be great or not. Um, I was like, I I didn't know how to take <laughs> it. But going back and like looking at it more critically, yeah. I was like, I can see why he's done what he's done um
0: and I, wa- I like it but that's okay, me. okay. I, I i watch a lot of review shows and one of the one of the key things that that comes out in a lot of them is that characters that you know don't have any kind of uh context in the in the film that don't have a background why on earth should i care mm. Where, like like in 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 the opening when Andre is kidnapped, yes. you don't know who Andre is. You don't know why he's getting kidnapped. You don't know anything that's going on. You don't. You don't even know if he's been killed or not, right? And there's and there's no background. There's no context for it. I don't know whether I should care or not about this character. Is he, you know, being kidnapped because of some vendetta? Is it just a is is it yeah. just a, a a random kidnapping or was it you know meticulously mm. planned or something? Actually, and and yeah. I, and I don't care because I don't know. I can't get invested mm. because I have no idea what's I, going on.
3: I really appreciated that. That's how that it, the movie started because you see it sets li- the tone. You literally see how the brother does it, and then you see how the sister does it, which is right. the long drawn out yeah. process. Whereas the brother and, and just bang
2: and like and you're saying. Again, very Hitchcocky, and it mm. poses a question right up front: is like, why? What's, yeah, what's going yeah, yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. And so from that point, you're trying to figure out the relationship between Chris and Andre, and like why? And, and every yeah. moment, like <laughs> you get into um, romantic comedy territory, and you're like, well, yeah. why? What, is this the same? I'm. Is it was the brother? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm under
0: I'm under yeah. no illusion that I'm very much most probably in in a minority in this but that that part of my brain that is you know saying yeah. why is this happening what is going on is screaming at me and I can't I can't like hear that. anything else yeah. until un, until it gets
1: satisfied it feels like a general complaint about the horror genre though for me only because so many movies open with your Random Mist- person being murdered here to tell you Jason Voorhees is a yeah. thing. Okay. Mystery is fine yeah. as long
0: as it has boundaries. And this one is very vague to begin with. Mm. Too, too vague for me. Why do have a negative helmet?
3: note, <laughs> I really dislike the brother, like the performance. Oh, he's that, very oh, slimy,
0: isn't he? Yeah. I, just, I fucking yeah. hated it. And he, and I, he does yeah. not suit the, uh, oh, no. the, the entire setting, the atmosphere yeah. of the rest of the family. I think, yeah,
2: no. Even as like a character that was meant to stick out a bit, like a sore thumb, I think yeah, I I think the performance really let it down. Yeah, it was um, where like where we were we were saying that um, Stephen Root was a welcome change um, and giving you more information and and like progressing the story. I think the son the, or the brother was meant to be the same, and I just think the actor didn't. Sell it, sell off it yeah. that well. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've never enjoyed him in
0: anything else I've seen of Caleb. Him. Caleb He, or, Caleb yeah, he always, yeah, he always, he always plays those kind of roles, which may be an unfortunate typecast.
1: Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm just doing some background research from the Blu-ray, um, like <laughs> some like director's commentary and stuff that Jordan Peele gave. Apparently, that was <laughs> cut from the final film, but there's still like bits of it hidden in there. The family, the white people, are all meant to be descendants of the Knights Templar trying to extend their lives so they can find the Holy Grail. So they're trying to keep... That's that's (laughs) what he said. Trying to keep themselves alive indefinitely so they can personally carry on the search and not leave it to their um, ancestors.
2: Was that a bit...
1: It, he did it on the commentary. <laughs> and he said that's why there's apparently throughout the house there's a bunch of Templar crosses, but also the helmet that um the knight's helmet the brother had yeah, is a Templar helmet. Okay. And yeah, he was saying he ended kind up of cutting the conversational link in the actual movie. Like there's a scene where one, one of the guys will explain it so too clear.
0: The knights Templar perfected medieval brain surgery.
1: No, 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 no! Sorry. They are <laughs> hunting for the Holy Grail, oh, so sorry, and they've come Decembrans. across. Yes, yeah, yeah, they've, yeah. They've, they've worked out this yeah. thing. So instead of saying, "Now my kids can go after it," it's like, "I'll do I, it. I I'll continue. do it." This sixty years, maybe this sixty years, and if not the next sixty years, and right. to continue their lives so to are hunt there down.
2: Any other bad things we want to talk about before we do final judgments?
0: <sighs> Nothing that stands out. Like it's not. It's it's, it's not a bad film. It, it is not yeah. in any way a bad film. It's you know deserves every accolade. It's it's getting. And worthy of the I'm 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 surprised that it grossed as much as it did. Mm. Uh, I just didn't I, I, I didn't enjoy it.
1: I have a negative bad thing, as in like, how do we not <laughs> talk about the amazing auction scene when we're doing the good stuff? That the <gasps> silent auction it was a yeah, really good scene. That was
0: really good. And using the bingo, yeah. yeah, yeah I really nice. enjoyed that.
1: And yeah. I still wish I knew what they were. Actually, I've read this somewhere too, because they're not they're all rich. They're not paying for it in money, they're paying for it in something else. You guys talk. I'll research because they're 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 auctioning off with not with something else that was really interesting. Sure. I just can't remember. Maybe,
3: maybe the TSA guy was onto something.
2: Probably not <clears throat> sexual favours.
0: Or maybe yeah. they're going to owe, you know, a certain number of maybe they're bidding on how many, you know, new candidates they have to supply.
2: Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or it could just be like influence
0: and favours. Also also quite possible. Yeah. yeah. Although I
3: it's a very confusing process.
0: If you think about it, right? All of a sudden these very very influential and powerful white people are going to be in the bodies of young black people. Mm-hmm. They're still going to be articulate. That's fine. That's that's no problem. You have articulate black people. That's not that's that's not an issue. But do they intend on continuing their lives exactly as they left left off? Well, apparently, because, with Andre. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of other films where they do this. Probably the only one I can think of uh, off the bat is the, the Man from Earth, which concerns mm. uh, a 14,000-year-old man where right. each generation, every 10 years or so, he would set up his his descendant. Because he never aged, he needed somebody, you know. He needed s-
2: to change his identity. Yeah, he
0: needed to change his identity, and, and he set that up during his previous life. Uh, in air quotes in that in that 10 years so that somebody could take over once people start noticing that he doesn't age but in this there's no obvious transition plan yeah. like does does jim the the gallery owner suddenly leave everything to chris this black guy who he's never met before does that not become suspicious to his Family or or is everybody in on it? And in which case, if everybody's in on it, how do they contain that knowledge? It's very Uh, confusing. (laughs) But I
2: I also think that's part of the story is, and same with the silent auction, is all these uh, unanswered uh, questions and invisible rituals that these white people just seem to take for granted and know exactly what's going on. And you come in and you're like, I'm in the (laughs) middle of something right here. What's (laughs) How do I... What are they doing? I, yeah. I, I
0: I get that the film isn't supposed to be taken literally. It's it's a it's a commentary. It's just a. a See, a little... I,
2: I would imagine that it, he would put everything in a trust managed by someone, and then he would basically join as an employee, and then be put in charge of that eventually. Quite possibly,
0: yeah. I and. And and that's fine. It's not. It, it it doesn't ruin the film that it doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. have that as part of it. It's just me. Just kind of a quorum of you yeah, white yeah. people. No, it's it, it's again the the, yeah. the part of my brain that screams <laughs> why how it just, that just you know it needs to answer these questions and there's nothing in the film that is that is obviously uh, giving that path.
2: Yeah, Seb, have you found anything? Because I'm about I'm yeah. about to call it.
1: I would just call it. I can't find what I, the article that I had read about it. But yeah, oh, I had wow. originally read that it wasn't money, but it was some. Other thing, mm-hmm. but all I'm finding is that people that are saying it's money. But I remember hand reading jobs. one from Jordan Peel <laughs> that Possibly said it was hand jobs. jobs. Yeah. yeah, no, know, um,
2: no. two million hand jobs is a lot of hand jobs. Uh, I, I just remember is, reading one that the director
1: said it was I mean, something else, but all these articles are saying it's just million this, million that. So I don't know.
2: Got an extra, you know, eighty years on you. Yeah, so. but you don't want to just be handing out hand jobs for eighty years. Maybe you do. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe <that's> the price <laughs> you're paying. You do. <laughs> And with that, let's go around the table. Final judgments everyone. Yeah,
3: I'll watch it again. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I I think I'll enjoy watching it again um watching all those layers as they as they revealed yeah. this time because uh, I watched it for the first yeah. time this time knowing ahead of time what's what's coming out and appreciating yeah. the subtlety with which it's it's done. Mm. Uh, but I still think I'm going to struggle to enjoy, enjoy it. It. Yeah. It's, it. It's 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 not going to be a film on my list of um, you know, comfort watches or anything yeah. like that.
2: How many That's horror cool. movies are on your list of comfort watches? <sighs> no, conjuring there, there, conjuring <laughs> 2, the nine. <laughs> no, there there Earth, are a few thrillers
0: insidious. that I genuinely enjoy time and time again. Um that may be a list best reserved for the future. Happy to discuss it. <laughs> 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 but I don't want to taint the waters in any sense. No, but, but generally speaking, horror is not one of my favourite yeah. things. I like a good mystery. I like a good thriller. This one, not mysterious enough. Yep. Yeah.
1: Whereas this is on my comfort <laughs> of movies to watch that are thrillers, um, and I have a, I have a list of supporting evidence. Uh, Shutter Island is another one of them yeah it's good yeah. Yeah. yeah i like a good mystery this is the kind of I, I i struggle to call this a horror movie it's not i this is as much of a horror movie as face off is a, a horror movie yeah but uh. it's not not comparing <laughs> no, no, the, because I mean, it's not it's it's yeah. not yeah. a horror yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> I, I also make conception Off is like an action movie that's no, no, no that's no, right yet. i mean like conceptually with the also swapping right. up identity sort of thing like yeah. for me this is it, it's not it's a thriller it's a mystery and it's quite well acted so i do enjoy it yeah um yes it could have a faster pacing but i think this is one of those films that does work with being drawn out and it was much better watching it the first time than it was the second time there are things you'll pick up the second time yes but you can never get that fun reveal again and that's the shitty part of having to rewatch it because you know where it's going so in saying that if you haven't watched it the first time whoops sorry (laughs) spoiler alert for an hour ago um but we no, don't have
2: to give spoiler alerts. Our whole show is a spoiler. Yeah, but we never
1: we never say that anywhere. So some people said it
2: almost every episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, um, it's it's a great movie. Uh, definitely worth a rewatch. It does, yeah. It does pay back you a little bit when you can pick up little subtle things here and there. And apparently, there's a whole subplot about knights. That's pretty. <laughs> who, who doesn't like who doesn't love that? Yet another <laughs> level to enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> well, you
2: know what this means? It means we're going to get a Get Out extended universe. Oh no. Yep, too late. It's already yeah. happening. I've said it. So. Next one, get outer. <laughs> um, I was going to
1: say the night. Nice get it further. No, no, out. it's a
2: prequel and it's get in. Oh, right. That's
1: right.
0: Yeah. That's right. And then get, got get, out. Then, then, yeah. then, then the get up. Get shorty. Get shorty. Yeah. And the get down.
3: Um, the the get down is the Netflix show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is the whole like preamble. Get down, great. Netflix.
2: great, Netflix show. You should definitely um, watch get- it. I
1: was going to say we don't have to do this because I don't want to, but I believe even the Assassin's Creed video game series, the Knights Templar, are like a, a set of people in that.
2: So what you're saying is it already exists. The get the extended. I universe think we've we've clarified. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> pretty. It's 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 robust in
1: quality and in scope.
2: As for it's me, uh, this. This movie isn't uh it isn't on my go to list for horror movies um to be fair, I probably have a few on my go to list for horror movies. What I watch this movie for is the performances. I think the yeah. acting in this is superb mm. um, and I'm put a lot down to. Uh, Jordan Peele's direction, because a lot of a lot of the performances involve very important invisible beats throughout scenes that you have to watch it again to appreciate. Okay. Um, the story, I feel the the plot, I think, is very generic, and I think that is a device to get across the political message of the film and through these great performances and the performances are what really impressed me in this movie. Um, So yes, it's definitely a second, a second take from me. Uh, Shall we? Oh, fuck. I'm going to put Catherine Keener uh, as, as Missy Armitage.
1: Okay. So Dose you're away for the last couple of weeks? So we couldn't have a Victor in our battle to the death last week. So it's actually now, it's it's a, in wrestling (laughs) terms, it's a triple threat. Here's, Here's how a triple threat works, guys. It's not who loses that matters; it's who wins. So if if Catherine Keener, Keenan happens to beat the monster from It Follows, she's the victor. It's the first person to win, not the last person, not last to alive. Oh, so like
0: any other traditional showdown.
1: No, no, no. no. So if, if me, you, and Alex are fighting and I kill you, yeah. I win. Game over. Because he should have stopped me from killing you if he wanted to win. So first person to oh, score. a sorry. Win. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So it's not a battle to the death. So it's a battle to the first kill.
2: I. The reason I'm putting Catherine Keener is, is I think she has a pretty strong chance against both Calhoun and it. it from it. Follows. Okay. So if she is, can, if
0: she can hypnotize without yeah. consent.
1: Yeah. So we're talking Calhoun, the video game badass from Wreck-It Ralph with the gun. Mm-hmm. It follow it the invisible f- sex fiend from It Follows. And a hypnotist. (laughs) And a a hypnotist. I'm still unaware of how the it creature did not win last time, and (laughs) I will be arguing this time that it will continue to win. The problem we came
2: up with last time is they're both... Technically immortal creatures who have as much reason to fight each other because we didn't know if Calhoun could actually have sex, so it might not want to, but they're in the same room and they have to try and kill each other. Yeah. So I still
1: say that Calhoun can die because the one thing we learn in Ralph is if you die out of your video game, it's for realsies. That's and true. she's not in a video game, but
2: <laughs> but I mean, she has a gun and it just has to walk, and if she just keeps shooting yeah. it, it'll just go on forever.
0: And she's a pure character. She she would never have had, you know, extramarital sex. But I think. But would fixed Felix have? No, neither. He was he was still a virgin when when (laughs) he's probably still a virgin now.
2: They've got kids, and he's still a virgin. (laughs) Well, the reason I think the hypnotist is she could probably take them out without having to kill them. Well, she has to do
1: that first. Thing Because she has to like get into Kaluuya's head first All and then do it do later. she has to do is on. talk while she's yeah. stirring the yeah. tea.
2: That, that's the whole thing. It's just the rhythm that she's clinking and the way that she's talking yeah. and just a little bit of insight into the background, which she definitely has on Calhoun. And the sex hang-ups that it has are very obvious as well. I think that she would have a good chance of taking out either of them.
1: I would argue more likely Calhoun being taken out than the monster. Because she talks, yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the monster I'm not convinced has. I mean, I know it's very sex-driven. I know you could say it has a pretty active <laughs> sex drive, if you will. But I don't think it's got like a consciousness. It
0: Can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. What so I'm, front I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just
1: putting Missy Armitage in
2: there, and you three can make the choice. You could, there's there's a there's a in a realistic
1: world, it is the It Monster. Let's I'm be clear.
0: With, I'm with Seb on this one. That I think if we're going to a first kill situation, uh, yeah. that it's it's Armitage who's going to take out Calhoun. Oh, you reckon her first yeah yeah because she can get inside her all she has to do is get inside her head enough to stop Calhoun from shooting and that's it it's done she she whisks her away into the sunken place and Calhoun is, is a, a dead uns- a dead thing
1: an unstoppable invisible murder monster but who it, walks very
2: slowly but it
0: only it it only attacks you right if you've if you've uh, entered into the into the sequence of, of uh, the kill Sex list packs. and yeah and armitage is a very controlled person she she's not going to be sleeping around uncertain of, of, of what's going on. But they're in a death on.
1: match. I don't think it's like,
0: I'm going to wait patiently. You have to remember <laughs> that the, 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 the It Alex, Follows Monster. Alex, we have
2: one vote for
3: Armitage and one <laughs> vote for It. I think Armitage is going oh, yeah.
0: to. just
1: like the birthday cake thing. Y'all are no, stupid. <laughs> the,
0: the It Follows Monster is an allegory for um, STDs. Yes. And Armitage is not going to catch one. <laughs> She's too careful. She's also, she's
1: married to Jake Peralta's father from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so she does make good choices, let's be honest. Nine-Nine! All right, just for the sake of clearing out the fucking roster and also she'll get smashed by something next week, so that's oh, fine.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, well, next week we're watching Bubba Dogs so. It has a thing in it. <laughs> Take on that little boy. Finally, mm-hmm. the match we have all been waiting to see.
1: A middle-aged hippotist versus a seven-year-old <laughs> screaming child.
2: All right, well, that's it, and bye.
0: Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best-ever Wi-Fi for our lowest-ever price from just €30 a month. So you can now play games,
4: stream music and download movies at
0: ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location. Set up these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds.
2: Get great car cover at a great price. Plus 30 euro in rewards. Search Supervalue Insurance now. 30 Euro in rewards includes two 10 euro of 40 euro spend vouchers and 10 euro of real rewards points. This car insurance is underwritten by AXA Insurance DAC. Supervalue Financial Services DAC trading as supervalue insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
1: Hold up.